Hello there, my name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 44 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, swag. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Derek. Uh, care to elaborate? Yeah. Uh, so, for those who don't know, and we've, I'm sure we've mentioned it in the podcast before, Jeff and Andrew and I all played Ultimate at some point in our life. Well, and you and I met playing Ultimate. We met playing that's Ultimate. how we met. Yeah, that's, so that's an important fact. It's important. Technically, uh, also how we met, Derek. That's also technically how we met, yeah. Yes. So Ultimate is what brought us together. Video games is what keeps us together. <laughs> <laughs> and disc golf. <laughs> uh, and so, um, and I think they actually made, this company made a few of the URI jerseys. I don't think we did any through them for Ragnarok, but uh, since Ultimate can't be played at all right now, uh, one of the high profile or bigger ultimate companies that makes clothes is starting to get into esports and have created their esports brand um i think it that's pretty cool uh is it called swag no it's just called like the company's called spin yeah it's spin gaming okay that's cool Um, was spin just that was the name of the company yeah spin's the name of the company okay now you guys need to counter with meat spin gaming. <laughs> Yo, wait, can we get meat yes. spin uh, esports spin jerseys e-sports now? Jerseys. <laughs> I joined the team after yeah. meat spin. So Ragnarok, which was our ultimate team for the league in Derek's hometown, uh, was what our team is called. Yeah. But before I joined, it was meat spin. <laughs> so if Allie's out there listening and your esports high school team needs jerseys, spin ult- spin ultimate. Or Spin Gaming. Sorry, get Spin Gaming. We'll and help you out. you can change your team name to Meat Spin. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, uh, Jeff's endorsement. The Alley's Meat Spins. Uh, and video games. Joining me this week is uh, Derek. <laughs> you almost say Eric? No. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Adam, just out oh. of habit, but Adam's not here. Derek is here. Yeah, it's, and it's Andrew me. is here. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric. <laughs> not, there's no one named Eric here. Um, Let's see. We got a butt ton of news this week, and that's going to yeah. be the entirety of our episode. We don't have a main topic. We we one of the news things that we're going to touch on last. We're going to kind of go into quite a bit, so that's pseudo our big topic. But for the most part, we're just going to be doing all news, uh, no emails this week. So we're just going to get right into this. Let's start off with uh, Netflix has become kind of the the home for video game. Uh, TV and movie adaptations because yeah. now we're getting on top of the Resident Evil animated movie and the Resident Evil live action live action TV, TV show, show right? we are now getting an Assassin's Creed live action TV show on Netflix. Um, this is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's just they just keep going. Yeah, uh, I guess based off of the success of Castlevania, because that was the first one they did, right? I think was the first one, yeah. And Castlevania is really good. I love that show. Uh, oh, I think yeah. it's my favorite Netflix show, uh, or Netflix period show. The sh- show made by Netflix. Yeah, but yeah. just on all of Netflix, not just game related shows. My favorite show that was made by Netflix, yes. Okay. Because, like, what else is there? Stranger Things? That's fine. Yeah. BoJack Horseman? I never saw it. BoJack Horseman's really good. It's really good. I've heard, I, that, wasn't that started somewhere else and then became no, part that by was, Netflix? No, that was a Netflix original. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed is coming, and it's apparently going to be canon with the games. Really? I mean, I can't see how it couldn't be because there's like so much space. You like you can create yeah. so many original stories in that world. The way the games <laughs> went, it's like yeah, and every just be like, oh, it's another ancestor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Easy. Where do we think it's going to take it? Do we think it's going to be somewhere we've already been, characters we've already seen, or do you think it's going to be something entirely new? I don't think I've played enough of the series yet to really 
qualify, but I, I I think it would be cool if they adapted some of the existing stories so that the newer ideas can be introduced in future games. Okay. So I hope that it's all new really? stuff. Because I think there's the cool things you can do with the television show. Obviously, uh, we touched on this so much last week. Yeah. There's a, te- a television show is a different body, a different medium. So it's a chance for them to introduce like new characters that exist in the world. Like I don't want a TV show about Desmond or and and what's it, Lisa? Is that Lucy? What? Lucy. Like, uh, you know, well, what they do behind yeah. the scenes in the games or whatever. Well, I didn't necessarily mean that they have to rehash the same characters, but explore, like, the same time periods. Or, like, not the same, but, like, tangentially connected to some of the stories yeah. that exist. I guess I would like that. I would like them to base, to to do things that don't involve any playable characters. Yes. So if it's, like, a story about the assassins in Italy, like, after Ezio or... Like uh, or like Ezio's dad even y- yeah like before Ezio like that kind of stuff would be really cool but I don't want to see a lot li- like is it, is it gonna be live action yep it's live action yeah. I don't want to see a live action Ezio because I feel like they won't be able to like nail him down I mean I don't know they did a really good job with The Witcher and nailing down uh, oh, Gerald that's also a Netflix show um, that, I think technically that one is based off the books but yes. definitely is succeeding because of how popular the games and the books are yes um, but this sounds pretty cool and if it's good if it's as good as the Witcher show which I think is like mediocre to good right now and maybe the second season yeah there's some people who really love it and some people who are like yeah 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 I hope that's where it is because that seems to be like the bar for continuing on Netflix like <laughs> yeah. if it's like mediocre to good like you're you're good to go and doesn't cost too much money because yeah. dark crystal right. was amazing <laughs> but it costs so much money that they could but isn't netflix notorious for kind of throwing money at whatever new concept is introduced to them yeah that's true they yeah they've always done that where they'll just take on anything and i guess I, they never release the viewership right so th- that's they just can cancel anything yeah. without reason maybe not a lot of people watch the netflix <sighs> or um Right. Yeah, not maybe not a lot of people watch Dark Crystal, which is a shame, but uh yeah, pretty cool stuff. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, I'm sure slowly over the next year and a half or so we'll start hearing casting things about this. Who who do you want to play the the lead assassin in this show? You can have anyone. I mean, it depends on uh on what they do. No, pick pick someone and pick then a person. A person <laughs> and then they can be from anywhere anytime. Ooh, okay. <laughs> this is a that's an interesting question. Yeah, I didn't think because it could be anyone, right? Who in, would be a good in any? All right, hear hear me out. Dual lead: Kevin Hart, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed, USA. <laughs> no. That's 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 three. Um, yeah, no, no, it's a tough question. I mean, yeah. I haven't thought about it until this exact moment. All right, maybe if you think maybe of it, uh, at some point, just shout it out. Maybe. Shit, I forgot his name now. But the guy who plays Matt Murdock in Daredevil. Oh, Charlie Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie I Cox. think he'd be probably be really good in a role like that. Yeah, he'd probably be pretty he, good. He already has like the grizzled, you know, vigilante kind of yeah. vibe. I'd say uh, to that, what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Gerald. <laughs> oh, Henry Cavill? <laughs> Henry Cavill would be, he would be yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I want Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Make it a comedy. Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, yes. Danny DeVito. Uh, but he could be like, he, I could totally see Danny DeVito being like this side character. Like Mario that, in yeah, the Assassin's like Creed 2. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> Your Uncle Mario. Uh, that'd be amazing. Uh, all right, cool. Let's talk about, let's move on to Xbox as a whole for a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the thing I posted, but Xbox did an official next-gen walkthrough of a Series X, uh, yeah, all the UI, the UI and whatnot. And mm-hmm. uh, did you guys get a chance to watch it? I skimmed it. Yeah, I skimmed it as well. You guys skimmed it? Okay. So I watched the entire uh, video mm. of the, the Xbox UI breakdown, and it seems to, for the most part, be doing similar things to PlayStation's, with the exception of kind of the crazy AI card yeah. thing that PS5 was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they were doing the the quick resume jumping between multiple games, and that looks very fast, which is nice. Um, playing Resident Evil 7 on Game Pass on my Xbox One has been very painful because I boot up the Xbox, and it takes like a minute and a half before I can even <laughs> do anything. <laughs> and then I boot up the game, and then that takes another two minutes before I'm on the main screen. And then it takes another minute before I'm loaded in the game. So it's five minutes between the time that I... St- push the power button on my xbox and i'm playing the game yeah and it's just so painful so watching them boot it up instantly come up within seconds and then uh instantly go into a game that they have quick resumed uh and then decide oh i want to switch to another game uh and then do that i don't know did playstation say how many games you're gonna be able to do that with because i know zoom yeah, because does PlayStation have Quick Resume the same way that Xbox does? Yes, but I'm not sure. It might only be for one or two games. Whereas I know Xbox is for you can have up to like ten games on Quick Resume at a given time. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, and the PS4 has a Quick Resume too. Like you can put it kind into, of you can put it into sleep mode. That's it's not, not with it, but it's not with like two different games. Yeah, you can right. do like you can have yeah. like a game and Hulu open. Yeah. Um, but that's still nicer than the Xbox One doesn't have anything. You have to full shut down anytime. There's no sleep mode for yeah. it. Um. So no, there there is. Is there? Yeah. Are you sure? They, well, that was like their one of their big marketing things. Is that it? Uh, if you you, ha- you might have turned it off because oh. I and I'm still having an issue with this with my Xbox. My Xbox just turns on randomly. Like I'll walk I did in that a, the other day. Yeah, I and I they say it's because the the front button is so sensitive to heat that like you could breathe on it and it'll turn on whatever. Huh. So hmm. but uh, dog farts. If you, I want to say. The ba- like it had the base the default mode is it goes into like a basically a sleep state when you turn it off and it'll sh- it should turn right on but if you have that turned off yeah it takes like five minutes to, to okay. turn it on I'm gonna after this I'll go see if I can turn yeah. that on because it's so painful to try to want to play a game on my Xbox yeah that's your snack getting time <laughs> I guess <laughs> um, turn on the Xbox go watch a movie come <laughs> <laughs> they exactly. they also showed off their mobile app uh that is like kind of the companion to the xbox itself so they have the the share button which in they so they have a start and a select and and a share in addition Mm -hmm. so there's three buttons in the middle instead of two which is traditional um so basically what he would do is it's the same exact thing as switch where you tap it once to take a screenshot and you hold it down to take a clip of the last 30 seconds but then you have the xbox app on your phone and you open it up and it's right there immediately and it like it's already prepared to share it to whatever different platforms that you use for social media is there an editing interface on the app too i believe so that's awesome yeah so that looks super cool and smooth and seamless which is really nice it's fully integrated and then 
PlayStation also recently announced that they have almost the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I saw the PlayStation announced an app? I didn't look into yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically the same exact thing. So that's kind of just going to be. That's not an Xbox specific thing like I initially thought it was going to be. It's kind of a next gen thing as a whole. So well, that's Nintendo cool. released an app two years ago. Yeah, they're they're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there aren't any like crazy features in here like they were showing off when they went through the PS5 UI with yeah. um all that um card system whatever yeah. i forgot the name again um but activities activities uh but it just looks sleek and clean and simple and it works and that's yeah. what i'm excited for and we're nervous that the playstation ui will like not flow well when you're yeah. trying to it get might it be too much yeah so i'm i'm curious to get my hands on both of them and just see which one yeah works better i have i f- like what sony is trying to do you know like yeah. they're trying to almost further evolve the way that we think about playing games but i don't know if it's necessary at this time like i don't know if it's something that they really have to package in with the new console instead something they could have like you know done a beta test for a little bit down the line because you know when i go to buy a ps5 i'm not gonna say oh look at the cards and the activities man i'm gonna say no i want to play my games in 4k 60 fps yeah and so and a big thing about that we talked about last time with it is, is it going to be up to the developers to want to do this? Are they going to yeah, be forced to do yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and is is it just going to die out in a year or two? Is it going to be like, uh, like you said, HD rumble on the Switch or like every console or the Connect for the Xbox One where yeah. every console launches with a gimmick and then if people don't latch onto the gimmick, it phases out over Even time. the Wii, like... The Wii as a whole. <laughs> I mean, a long time down the Wii's life cycle, the motion control ended up being pushed to the back of you know developers' focus. Like it was very minimally used in a lot of games. Yeah, towards you know? the. End but of the Wii. in the beginning of the Wii's life cycle, it was everywhere. You know. I, I'm wondering now. Think I'm gonna have to maybe watch that video of again of them showing off the UI because for the PlayStation or Xbox for the PlayStation because. I think I don't think I'm starting to think that it might not be a like the cards might not be something the developer has to opt in and it could be something that the the AI or whatever generates on its own based on the game. Huh. Like I, I guess I'm I'm thinking like uh if like if a game has a fast travel feature then there's menu inputs and things you can do to like do a fast travel. And it would make sense to me the way that like quick resume shit like that is working that the game, if you just, you might be able to do like the AI that they have to do it might be able to just do that on its own by that press of the button instead. Like it won't be its own like interface. It's just doing the game for you kind of thing. I wonder if that's kind of, so if the AI goes into the code and kind of breaks it apart and then creates, but it has like unique text blurbs and pictures so that's yeah it, it could all be generated huh ai ai generated interesting i mean because they've been stressing that that ai piece of it a lot right yeah uh, yeah i'm curious well i'll have to see when it comes out how it works yeah we're starting and, to get uh the the embargo on the playstation 5 is starting yeah. to get more and more lifted as the weeks yeah. progress so uh, we'll probably find out more information in the next couple of weeks news outlets have them in their hands and right. <laughs> we're slowly getting a drip feed of like this is what we can tell you yeah so far what i've heard is they could say the controller is absolutely mind-blowing yeah which is 
awesome to hear because it sounded like it would just be yeah. a gimmick that no one would and care that's about. the thing i'm most interested in is how developers will approach the haptic feedback yeah going forward uh so they can talk about the controller and they can specifically talk about a level the one level cooling, in astro's player cooling springs in yeah, astro's playroom and that's anything anyone can talk about right now <laughs> um i wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow being friday a little bit more uh gets lifted on what they're allowed to talk about and then the following week probably a week away from the release yeah mm-hmm. uh they'll be able to talk about some stuff so that's what i suspect going forward yeah um i decided uh on tuesday the what's that the 10th that the xbox comes out tuesday the 10th yep uh i'm gonna get home from work and then i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to some stores and see if i can see if you can get one i'm just curious yeah i'm very curious because we were talking about it earlier and oh yeah all the pre-orders sold out online and i'm just wondering will i be able to walk into a best buy or a target or a walmart or a gamestop at four in the afternoon on launch day and get one it's like or is that just something people aren't even thinking like that i mean did people forget because we forgot that that's an option right right, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. it's I think it's definitely it'll be a good experiment for you to do yeah but i am heavily leaning towards hell no because outside of internet culture there is still a large consumer base who like you know still does that kind of thing i yeah. mean but it's also the middle of a pandemic still so exactly yeah. it's such a weird set of circumstances around this so i was thinking about going to like best buy or something when like a little bit after they open and uh, see, like, were, were people waiting out li- like outside in line? Because, mm-hmm. like, I saw pictures from uh, today, not today. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually from this sm- this morning of people waiting outside stores for the thirty seventy. Oh, the graphics uh, the gra- card, yeah. Really? So, like, I'm like, all right, but that those people are no, crazy. Enough. <laughs> there was no pre order period for that. That was like, it was just the g- it came out. And yeah. like, unless you ordered it online earlier, like you had to go to a store or whatever to get it. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see, like, are people going to be waiting outside Best Buy at, you know, four in the morning on yeah. Tuesday to get an Xbox? Or is it just like everyone pre-ordered? Yeah. And like and who now... is doing midnight releases and who isn't? Yeah. You know? I'm curious. Yeah. Is anyone doing a midnight release for the, the consoles? Like, yeah. There hasn't been any details. Usually there's because, some kind yeah, of everything is just details. S- centered around online ordering now. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so um, that's my plan. So if you go out in the morning and see, are there lines? Let's yeah. go like because I don't even know if stores are going to get any. It might yeah, have been <laughs> all like they have a set for pre-orders, and then once those are gone, that's it, and they don't actually have any for retail on it. Right? Day. Yeah. So, I, we'll yeah. see. I'm I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna stick on Xbox for a little bit and talk about the Phil Spencer hinting at potential streaming sticks. For Game Pass mm. in the future. Oh, yeah. So imagine a Fire Stick, a Roku, basically a USB drive that you plug into the back of your TV. You connect a controller to it. And then similar to what uh, Stadia does, where you are connecting to their servers out in wherever mm-hmm. with your controller and you're playing the game just into your TV. So you have your Game Pass subscription of 15 bucks a month. You have this thumbstick. So you don't have to buy a console. And as long yeah. as you have good internet, you can play all the Game Pass games. That sounds awesome. That's a game changer. Like, I know so many people who would, they don't play a lot of games. Like, this is what they were looking for, and this is what I thought Stadia was going to be. Basically, a Netflix for video games. Yeah. And that's what this is. This is this opens up that door incredibly, because I'm assuming the stick will cost probably, what, 20 bucks? How much does, a like, an Amazon Fire Stick go for? I, I have a feeling it'll be in that range, because I want to like say... the $20 range? Uh, the, big, the big thing that I did read about was... 
will the controller connect to the stick or will the controller connect to Wi-Fi? Because that's what... That's a huge difference. That's what Stadia yeah. does, is your controller connects to Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. so it can speak directly to the... So there's, like, less input lag than a controller to an input to then, like... Yeah. It connects directly to the server. So Which that's is cool. What will, like... That would be really cool, because uh, then that you can reduce the input lag even more. I don't know how big... I don't think input lag is a big deal right now on xCloud, mm-hmm. um, but... I could, uh, yeah, yeah. I could see like you sign up for a year of Game Pass, and it comes with you just get a free stick. Yeah, I could see right. something like yeah, that something happening like too. That. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could buy like a, a bundle in the store that's the stick, a controller, and a year of Game Pass or something. Yeah, and for let's see, fifteen, one hundred fifty plus thirty, one hundred seventy. So it's call it one hundred eighty bucks. You get the console or the controller and the stick, or even round up to two hundred bucks. And as long as you have internet, that you probably already pay for. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, everyone has internet. It's a, it's a utility or not. Yeah. It's not a luxury anymore. It's a utility. Yeah. I mean, um, this would be bad for me because my internet at home is absolute garbage. <laughs> but yeah, and it's th- co- this is really cool for like the casual gamer, you know, like my parents have a fire stick yeah. and they are the least technical people I know. Uh, this yeah, none of us are ever going to use this. I could see maybe Adam Actually, doing this. I would I would get one. You would get one? Just to put on a different TV. If I had oh, good if, internet, I would you, consider it. That's a good point. If you yeah. already have Game Pass... And an Xbox, but you're it's like, like a oh, switch dock. You can just take it out and plug it into a yeah. different TV. Oh, I just want to put it in the the bedroom TV, but not lug my Xbox yeah. back and forth. That's Bring it over to your friend's house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it's already twenty bucks and you pay for Game Pass and you have a controller, yeah. there's at that point. Wow, I didn't even consider. Oh, <laughs> huh. I only have <laughs> to, one TV, so it's useless to me. To do a Halo LAN party, we don't have to lug our Xbox oh around. Oh my god! We just all break your thumbstick. <laughs> We would destroy the internet. <laughs> but that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Crazy stuff. Okay, yeah. This is really, really cool. Uh, it's just something he's he's spitballing right now. I don't think there's any concrete. No, I'm sure it's something that's, yeah. They're yeah, like this is something about. they're working on uh, or like they're brainstorming. Conceptualizing. Yes. It's not set in stone any, or anything. I um, mean, I don't see it being a difficult thing. I mean, the yeah, Stadia exists. Well, I was just saying, like a Chromecast exists that runs Android, and the XCloud app exists to run on Android. So yeah, they you know it'd be a simple. And I think it actually there's is there an XCloud app on PC? Because then you know it's just a little computer. You know, uh, this seems know. like it would be a very easy thing for them to do. Yeah, they just maybe have to like figure out some minor details to make sure it like connects. You know, it's got to connect to the internet well and be able to stream. A game. Mm. Xbox is doing such a good job with their Game Pass or just the Xbox ecosystem, which yeah. is what they're moving away from Xbox being a console to Xbox being a gaming ecosystem. And they're doing such a good job with that. And this will slot right into it very perfectly. Definitely. Uh, so very their cool Their first party games, though. <laughs> uh, we'll get I, there. I guess we'll round out uh, <laughs> our Xbox talk right now. Uh, Halo Infinite director leaves project after the delay. Uh, this is this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- yeah. So the lead project director uh, has uh, left the project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, th- we did we talk about that they had brought Joe Staten in. Uh, like this was like so yeah, just he, after the, del- the he, delay. So he's yeah. he's currently leading the single player development, right, uh, right. and then Chris Lee is the is the project director who left. Yeah, wasn't it like after the delay happened, Lee took a back seat kind of after, like he got pushed 
a little further back. I don't remember hearing that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I read a little bit about it. Yeah, I want because I, I want to say he's been kind of like not super involved since the delay, and now this is that they're just like pulling him out of the project and putting him somewhere else. Oh, uh, okay. so he's not okay. He, he still works for Microsoft. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they just they've moved him bad. from Halo. On they're gonna put him somewhere else. So he has. There's a quote here from him. He says, "I have stepped back from Infinite and I'm good looking for future opportunities. I believe in the team and I'm confident they will deliver a great game. And now is a good time for me to step away." So obviously, we're never gonna know the exact extent of what's going on here. But from what you said and what that quote says, it kind of seems like. Yeah, they don't need him. Maybe he had ideas that they decided weren't exactly what it needed to be. And what uh, what's his face, Joe, um, Joe Staten coming in yeah. and kind of taking it in a slightly different direction. I would assume it wouldn't be drastic enough to fully change what was planned for the game, but enough to warrant kind of pushing aside the previous project leader. Or yeah, or kind of what he was in charge of is done. And, like, yeah, they don't need him to govern the single player because they brought in someone specifically for that. And maybe they have someone specifically for the multiplayer. And, like, you yeah. know, we don't really need you anymore. Let's move to you to another project. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't as bad as I thought it was when I first uh So is this a it. company decision or a personal decision? It seems like the Microsoft decision. Yeah, it's or a three four three. I think. Okay. I, I think it's a Microsoft decision. Microsoft proper? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, Let's see... This is a Microsoft statement here. So Chris Lee remains at Mike, a Microsoft employee. And while he has stepped away from Halo Infinite right now, we appreciate all he has done for the project to date. So yeah, this is a Microsoft choice. Maybe, I don't know, maybe money could be a factor. I feel like money's never a factor with Microsoft though. Cause you know, one of the richest companies in the world, but yeah, who knows? It's probably like a creative thing. Too yeah. many, too many hands in the pot. Right. Yeah. Might like get him out. Uh, yeah. Get him out of the mix. Let, Maybe they're they're really happy with what Joe is doing, and they're like, "Let's just let him lead that." Yeah, and let him not take have full control. Multiple people. Yeah. Okay. So I feel a little less bad about this now. Uh, when I first was reading into this, I was like, "Oh no, Halo's Halo Infinite is doomed. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna die." I think <laughs> I sent it to you, and I was just like, "I hope that he doesn't that like this isn't because when I found when I saw the link, I didn't open it at all. I just like you I was just, just like the title. Yeah, and I was like, I have to send this to Jeff." Yeah. And before I even looked at it and I was like, I hope whatever this is doesn't destroy him. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh so optimism for Halo Infinite. We still don't have a definitive release date other than twenty twenty one, but mm. uh yeah. Okay. Derek, talk to me about Elden Ring. You you sent us oh, an article. I didn't get a yeah. chance to read it, but uh the headline of the article is Massive Elden Ring Leak reveals project release date, cross gen, cross platform gameplay, other details. So what do we got here? Uh, yeah, so w with all the talk of, of Dark Souls recently, I went, I had to go digging for what their newest game that they had announced had that back, I think, two years ago now, Elden Ring. Um, it's been known that it was going to be next-gen, I want to say. Okay. So it was suspected that maybe it was going to drop this year, um, but there hasn't been like any news since, I think, twenty like late 2018. Um. So there's a leak. The leak. I th I'm the leak said that uh, there's a there. It's expected a quarter one, twenty twenty one release. So that's Kay. April. Uh, April to August, I think, is quarter one. Um. So yes, that's that sounds pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's um, not that far away. That's not that far away. I thought I was thinking it was going to be farther out with the release of Demon Souls this I year. I thought it was going to be a 2022 game. If yeah, had, like, but considering how much we haven't heard right. so far, yeah. So th- th- they're saying it's going to be cross-gen, cross-play. So mm-hmm. if you're playing on a PS4, you can play with people on the PS5. Uh, if you're playing on Xbox One, you can play with people on Series X, uh, PC. Obviously, no need for that. I don't believe there's cross-play between ecosystems, though. It's only okay. between cross-gen of so the like, same system. So PS4 and PS5 would have cross-save. Xbox One and Xbox Series X would have cross-play. Right, but you can't, Xbox can't play with Nintendo Switch and Wii U would have cross-play. <laughs> um, there were two other, I think, big... Uh, I think it's... Announced that it, it's going to be uh, like more traditional in the style, so it's going to be more of a Souls game than like Sekiro was, where mm-hmm. it kind of goes off on its own. Uh, there's going to be co-op, um, like most of the Souls games, uh, which Sekiro didn't have. And then so, I mean, people can invade me and stab me to death. Yeah, but right. I think that I think there might be more emphasis on like playing with someone instead of right. uh, playing like playing PvP. PV, I would PV like that instead of PvP. Yeah. And then the last thing was uh, that this all was going to be announced at um, the Game Awards. The Game Awards this year, yeah. Which I think it was revealed at the Game Awards Initially? two years ago. Yeah, like they they from has been doing a lot of and Bandai Namco itself has been doing a lot of reveals at Game Awards instead of E3 or mm-hmm. anything else. So that definitely pushes it towards the more true side, but. This is still yeah. shark bait. Who it is? It, <laughs> ha, who, <laughs> you got me spooked with that copyright thing. <laughs> um, so, do you think that's actually going to happen? Do you think we're going to see it I, at the Game Awards? Yeah, I think that that's a pretty solid bet. Um, the release date, I still a little shaky on just because it's like the, that's the, so soon there were claims that it was going to be this year but yeah. then covid pushed it out even more but that like doesn't really line up because they would have announced something before march of this year if it was going to come out this year yes so unless I, they were planning for december in which case you might not have heard yeah, about it until unless, e3 or right unless, maybe it so was going to be possible. an e3 announcement i don't know or then maybe they can do nintendo and announce it at the game awards and then it's coming out in a week yeah that uh, would be pretty like crazy. two months <laughs> a week would be I was thinking, with all of the non-announcements that have happened this year for Nintendo and Hyrule Warriors coming out at the end of November, do you think that they're going to drop something on us at the Game Awards? Like, here's a game that's coming out in February. Yeah, or like even even sooner than that. Wouldn't be sooner. Their, their trend seems to be two to three like, months yeah. out. Um, I, I could see a Breath of the Wild 2 announcement at the Game Awards for a release in March. Wow. That'd be nuts. That would be, yeah. That'd be insane. That'd be so, d- just in general, do we think <laughs> Breath of the Wild is that's what they're gonna do with it? The next thing we hear about it is, and you can play it in two to three months. Yeah, at oh, this yeah. point, 100%. absolutely. Because okay. when when was it first announced? Twenty nineteen, nineteen E three. It was last year's. Was it last year's E three? Yeah, it was at E three. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen's E three. So yeah, judging by how much of that game they seemingly had, you know developed already i mean they already because they already had the existing assets from breath of the wild mm-hmm. so assuming it's all extremely similar uh structurally yeah like that it, it feels like a majora's mass yeah. situation where they can kind of just get like get through all of the initial hurdles early mm-hmm. and if it isn't then what 
what else would we get? What else? Would we yeah, get, you right? know, <laughs> I can see Mario Kart Nine. What? Yeah, a Mario Kart. New 9. Mario Kart. Uh, Smash character. I would wouldn't be surprised if we got a Smash character announcement, but that's not like a game. Right. I could, that's not. I could easily see a game announcement for Nintendo at the Game Awards. Maybe a Pokemon, whether it's a spinoff or remake, because we didn't get yeah. anything this year, and the the final DLC just came out. Right. Yeah. Today. Yesterday. Uh, recently, yeah, week. recently. This, within this week, Friday. yeah, within the yeah. last week, uh, the newest DLC came out. So yeah. Adam's not here to tell us about <laughs> it. Next week, Adam. <laughs> um, well, the yeah, because Nintendo with the Game Awards previously has not really done anything massive. Star Fox. I'm ready for a new Star Fox. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were saying they announced a Star Fox no, or something. No, I'm I was saying like, give me Star Fox. Like, when do they do that? Uh, but since this year, they haven't really, they haven't had any Nintendo Directs to circumvent that. Right. So this would be yeah. the t- this would be the time. We will most certainly see. Um, very excited for the Game Awards coming up in December. It's basically another E3 at this point. Yeah, just like a night of really cool game announcements. The awards yeah. themselves, no one cares or, too much about. Yeah, the awards are just a big AAA circle jerk. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Nintendo has officially. Uh, lowered the price of buying a single Joy-Con. From what to what? From 50 to 40. Uh, it's still what's a the, lot. What's the price of two Joy-Cons? 80. So, what? <laughs> so yes. they were selling one Joy-Con for more than half the price? Uh, yep. That's stupid. No, it's like buy buy one, get one for $10 cheaper. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they reduced it so it's now exactly <laughs> half the price of two Joy-Con. It's not a lot. I feel like a single Joy-Con should probably be twenty-five, thirty bucks. You would assume based on their quality. Yeah, they should. I mean, <laughs> yeah. two Joy Cons should not cost eighty dollars. Yeah, but that HD Rumble though. The HD. Yeah, that's the thing <laughs> is there's so much technologies in, in these little things, but a lot of it I feel like isn't, isn't even used. used. There's too much software, not enough hardware. The yeah. fact that a single Joy-Con almost costs as much as, like, a PS5 controller is ridiculous. Yeah. How much does a PS5 controller I want to say it's, like, $60. I think <laughs> Nintendo considers, like, a single Joy-Con as a single I know. controller. That's, That's part of the problem. That's probably yeah. Problem. Um, a, a DualSense is $70. $70, okay. Um, I'm curious to see what a PS4... That's $10 cheaper than two Joy-Con. Yeah. That will break. Uh, PS4 controllers are still going for sixty-five bucks. I'm seeing Damn. sixty bucks for just the standard black one. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I think the problem stems from Nintendo seeing a single Joy-Con as a one, one controller, controller and a yeah. pair as two, and that's just not how it should be looked at. Um, yeah, because you're not buying a single Joy-Con and thinking I'm gonna go play Breath of the Wild on this. You know, that's right. like I might hand out Joy Cons to people at a party. I may play Snipper Clips in an airport <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. my significant other, something like that. Um, so, do we think that Nintendo will continue to reduce the price of this over the next couple of years? Do you think we'll eventually get it down to thirty bucks or something, or do you think this is it? And they think they're doing us a huge favor. <laughs> mm, it's hard to say. I I. Cannot confidently predict anything that Nintendo was going to do ever. That's a good point. I <laughs> like like every single time I think I know what they're doing, they just nope. Yeah, not doing that. So it's like it's a, it would be a very Nintendo move to to say no. This is it. You know, like they the only other instance we have of anything like this is the 3ds getting price dropped. 
But that yeah. was because I, I don't even remember. I wasn't really in it the space. It was because it was way too was much money when it launched, and they didn't know they didn't sell many. Yeah. Um. So. But it's and like, then they did the ambassador program. They're like, we're sorry, yeah. this was way too much money. Here are yeah. some NES games. Yeah, and then, but I could also like, if it was a different company, I could see them dropping the price considerably, based on user complaints because yeah. of the just the hardware not working. Did I tell you guys that I got my three Joy-Con back in from Nintendo? Oh, did you? Yeah, they they seem to work fine. I've heard rumor or. The stories I heard is that people get them back. They work well for a couple of weeks and then yeah, start to go back. I've had them again. for two-ish weeks now and have had no issues yet. I've played mostly Hades with them. Yeah, I was going to say, do you use them regularly? Yeah, I play a ton of Hades still. Uh, so, And they seem to still be working pretty okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like a, a victory that still stings. It's like, great. Do you have them closer to maybe what they should be? Yeah. 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 Considering they tend to be damaged goods, but I guess 10 bucks is 10 bucks still. So, um, all right. It's all con and no joy. <laughs> we got a surprise Nintendo Direct yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, this is the last one of the year they announced, but uh, Adam pointed out to us that this is just what they do now. Uh, we'll be at work on a Thursday. And, and and we'll get a text. It's always Adam. Texas. Yeah, Adam always knows. I don't know how he knows so soon, but he's always like, "Hey, did you guys see there was a new Nintendo Direct?" Uh, actually, it was me this time. Was it you? Yeah. Oh, congrats. And then Adam was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah." yeah. Like, like he yeah, already knew. I already watched it, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll we'll run through everything that we got in here. Um, Bravely Default Two has been delayed to next year, but Boo. but they gave us some of the stats for the demo that they had. And they put out a separate video. Did you guys watch the separate video? No, I didn't mm-hmm. watch they it. changed a lot uh, based on feedback from the based demo. on feedback, oh. which is really See, really that's cool. Good. That's what yeah. a demo should be for. It's like I think it was like twelve minute long video of them talking about everything that they changed. I'm so excited for this game. Neither of you played the original Bravely Default or Bravely Second, correct? correct. Nope. Uh, so I like to describe how the, long is it? The first one? Uh, I think it's only like thirty hours. I have a physical. Have- we could put it in that. Let me uh, bravely default. Sorry. How <laughs> long to beat? I think. Oop, that's not the right thing. Um, I like to describe. Uh, oops, sorry. Fifty-six hours. Oh, yeah. I maybe. Uh, maybe once we get through our uh, more uh, primary. It took me that ideas. long to beat that game. Anyways, um. Do you need a new 3DS to play it? No. It's just a normal. Only I c- bravely second needed it. Neither of them I needed thought, it. I thought one of them did. No, the only the only games that needed it were Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, there's like only two games that needed it. Okay, Bravely was not one of them. Anyways, I like to describe the Bravely Default games as what the original concept for Final Fantasy evolved into. If they like, if they kept it, like old if, they, if they were still doing Final Fantasy and High Fantasy. Yeah, if they kept uh-huh. Final Fantasy as a high fantasy, you have a party of four characters and there's job systems. Yeah, that's what yeah. the Bravely Default okay. games are. And they're so fucking good. And everyone who plays them loves them. And I think not enough people have played them. And I don't know if you guys... I have a, I think with Bravely Default 2, it's going to be like Final Fantasy, where Final Fantasy 1 and Final Fantasy 2 are not connected yeah, stories. Yeah, an- right. anthology. Yes. So I don't know if you have intentions of playing Bravely Default 2 when it comes out, but I would highly recommend it, especially if you're a I'll fan of, it. of turn-based RPGs. Now that it's on the Switch, yeah. then right? I yeah. would consider it. Because after a while, even 
regardless of the quality of the game, I just didn't want to play any games on my 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's it's partially because of the limitations of the hardware. Like, I didn't like how they had to kind of chibiize everything. That's yeah. not a word. They had to... Chibify? Yes, chibify. Like, you know what I mean. They had yeah. to make everything, like, smaller and the models look all, like, like little avatars. It was weird. Yeah. I will say that uh, compared to... So, I saw the the animations and the visuals of Bravely Default 2 and I, I my jaw dropped a bit just because I was they said oh yeah here's some more stuff on Bravely Default 2 and I was expecting to see it in the pixelated 3DS yeah, yeah. thing and when you what we see it's so gorgeous because it's such a simple art style that they can make it look so pretty and kind of over the top um so I am so excited for this uh uh, I'm sure you were a bit confused when they were going over the different asterisks, and you're probably like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm not gonna lie, I skimmed through this. <sighs> that makes me so sad. I skimmed through the whole direct, um, so don't feel bad. Anyways, <laughs> so what asterisks are basically is it's what their job system is, and every asterisk is a job. So there's in the fir- first game there was the hunter asterisk and mm. the thief asterisk, but there was a bad guy like a villain who held that, and like they embodied that job. And it's so, Mega Man. it was so cool. And once you beat them, any of your characters could take on that job. Like Mega Man. But it's, and it's a very cool job system of, uh, you can mix and match. So you can, once you've mastered a certain ability with that job, you can switch to another job and yeah. bring over some of those abilities. Oh, so you cool. can make some okay. really cool combination. It's, I'm telling you, the Bravely games are fucking incredible. So I'm I'm yeah. very excited. I was really into doing that in Octopath before I dropped off of that game. Yeah. Uh, Octopath is probably, yeah, it was similar to bravely the bravely games but Just the no bravely story. games actually have a good story yeah. Uh, yeah. so this is coming out february 26th so cool. it's not that far away yeah four Early months or so little late birthday present for me yeah i'm super pumped about that um the article i'm looking at doesn't have the announcements in order um which is how i usually like to do it but we'll just do it based on what they have uh hyrule warriors which is the last thing they showed uh age of calamity has a demo out right now it's called Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. It came out two years ago. <laughs> Andrew had already made that joke to us through text. But now it's public. Um, I think it's a really good joke. I think it's a good joke, too. Is anyone going to play this? Yes. Yeah. The yeah. demo? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to get the demo just to decide if I want to get to play the, game? the original Hyrule ah. Warriors. Because I've never played it. Do you have a I physical copy of it, or did you get it digitally, Andrew? No, I have it digitally. Okay, I'll just let you borrow my Switch. <laughs> Trade um, switches. So I'm the the your save data from the Devo carries over. Yes, right. Which yeah. is always a cool feature. Um, I know I'm getting this game, so I don't have intend on playing the demo. That's kind yeah. of my thing. Same thing with the yeah. Bravely Default Two demo. I don't I don't play demos for games that I know I'm gonna play. Right, right. It's I'll play a demo for a game. Mm-hmm. Like I played the demo for Final Fantasy. No, Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, and then it didn't quite catch me in that moment so i didn't end up getting it and that's what i think demos should be for yeah um and also like in the bravely default case to have feedback exactly but it's too close for feedback for age of calamity yeah so. this this one is absolutely like a so nintendo is not the kind of company that does demos for feedback like the third-party developers will yeah that's a good point um i think a big part of why they're putting out this demo is because there's going to be people who played breath of the wild who would have normally have no interest in this game but it gives yeah. them a chance to get in and see if it's something they'd be interested Def- in oh 100 that's what it's for it's like trying to convince those people that are like well i like breath of the wild but i don't really like dragon J- dynasty warrior things so <laughs> i'm not gonna try it i believe muso games Muso, yeah, yeah that's what it is um control is coming to switch 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a cloud game. Uh, so this, this is the first one to come to the U.S. as a cloud yes. game. Too, so they right? did yeah. this like the I think the year the Switch released or the year after the Switch came out it was in like a February or something. They did yeah. it with Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. In Japan, and they said we're not gonna do this in America. We're just doing this in Japan. So this is the first game that's coming as a cloud. So it's a basically oh, yeah. a streaming game. I remember that. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Mm. I wonder if they're doing this because other like Microsoft like the streaming is streaming gaming is starting to become more serious so they're yeah. like if we want to get people to play these games we need like on our system we need to like go after this cuz they're not going to run natively on our on our system yeah absolutely um it's yeah because streaming games is becoming such a widely used technology yeah i think yeah maybe this is nintendo saying all right well since it's been figured out at this point let's just do it uh they're also bringing hitman 3 as a cloud game and the company that's doing control that's porting it over for this cloud streaming said they're going to be working on other games too cool mm. so that's cool that's pretty cool yeah expect to see more of these in the future that, um i mean i'm never going to play any of them on yeah. my switch <laughs> yeah it's hard but, being like someone who's in the video game ecosystem yeah the word that we've said so many times today yeah uh, but it's hard, you know, being so entrenched in the space because I will never play any of these games on my Switch because I have a PS4 and a PC, and also it's coming out on Switch a year and a half after the game originally released. You know? Yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, I think any of these games that will come out will either will have already played or won't have played because it's not something we're interested in playing. Yeah, that's it's like guess. when I see Control announced for the Switch, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to play Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we got some new footage for No More Heroes 3 as well as No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 coming out to Switch. That's yeah. pretty cool. That is cool. I never played those. So. I've never played oh, any of them. They're so weird and that's dumb. The, yeah. The first one was so fun. Uh, I never played the second one. But the first one was great. I I think I'm gonna pick up both uh, to play them again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it depends on timing and price. But if I, it's like kind of a a lull in game releases when they uh did they say when they came out yesterday. Oh, they are out. They, yeah. It was like <laughs> oh a, now available. And now okay. available. Okay. Yeah, I don't uh, know how much they are, but yeah, I don't know how much they are either. Uh, but yeah, if the time is right, I'll probably play them because I have heard really cool things about it. And yeah, watching the trailer, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> It was really yeah, it's kind of insane. Uh, we got a new trailer for Immortals: Phoenix Rising, which is come. I keep forgetting that's coming to Switch too. Uh, it's coming out December third. Yeah, it's hit or miss whether a game actually launches on Switch alongside other mm, yeah. other platforms. <laughs> As of now, this one is uh, Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town will be coming in twenty twenty one. What? Wait, what is that? Story of Seasons. It's like a a simulation game, kind of like yeah. okay. it looks Animal like it's Crossing. Animal Crossing crossed with Stardew Stardew Valley. Yeah, Allison might really like it. I'll have to let her know. Part time UFO. This looks like a, like a little fun, simple game, kind of akin to Snipper Clips. Just uh, you're a UFO and you just do things. You just pick things up with your claw. People are like, oh, man, you have a claw. Help me pick up this box. It's yeah. like the whole idea. <laughs> it's from HAL Laboratories. Uh, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Tropico 6 coming to the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. I don't know anything about this. It's a uh, like city builder. Okay, yeah. It game. looks like, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? SimCity. Yeah, like a Sim game. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a Sim game. 
surviving the aftermath. Sure. This is just a game. Is that a, a game title? Yeah. Coming in the spring. It looks like it reminds Build me. Build a colony, protect yeah. your people, and restore civilization. Uh, what's that Xbox exclusive uh, State of Decay? Yeah, it looks Ish, similar without to Without zombies? Um, and similar to, there's like a bunch of these games out out there where you, it's like, they're like Factorio where you're like building yeah. a network of resource stuff, but like, it's not like a point and click. It's like your actual character moving around. They're, they're, they're like a ton of them in the indie scene right now. Mm. Um, then we got Bakugan Champions of Vestal. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> this is a Bakugan game. I haven't thought about Bakugan in 15 years. I was too old for Bakugan. It was like the It was like very briefly injected into my childhood. I had a couple of friends who were into it. It seemed like the successor to like Beyblades kind of. It was like it was almost like a fusion of Beyblade and Digimon. Okay. To uh, try and compete with Pokemon and it's just nothing yeah. will. <laughs> uh and then the last thing on here is Griftlands, which is a game that I didn't know I needed in my life. It's coming summer 21, 21 to Switch. Apparently it's already out on PCs, but it's a deck building uh game but it also looks like a turn-based battling game with deck building but it's all about like you can talk your way through situations with some cards you pick up as opposed to combat it seems really huh. interesting i i suggest looking up a trailer for it but griftlands it, griftlands it's a it's a deck building game so i'm obviously going to play that when it comes out on switch because right. uh, i love deck building games on switch um so that was everything announced some pretty cool stuff most notably all the bravely default 2 stuff got me super excited for that um so yeah thank you nintendo um all right just announced today far kai 6 is delayed until march 2021 uh i I forgot that 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 was supposed to be coming out this year um not this year it was it was originally february 18th yeah it was february oh that's right okay delayed it out of yeah it's not a huge delay okay um yeah so what did they say they're doing until okay so it just says sometime in the fiscal year after after this fiscal year so sometime after march 2021 and before march 2022 is when like they didn't put a definitive date on it right um but i assume it's probably like april may yeah Yeah, uh, i would would think because that's their only game i think releasing watchdogs just came out or it's coming out tomorrow. I mean, in next next spring. Usually, Ubisoft yeah. has like a few games releasing in the spring or something, and now they maybe don't. Yeah, uh, they cited um, uh, COVID nineteen yeah, as a, yeah. the main factor as to why this had to get delayed, which is yeah, understandable. Um, all right, I have one more news story left, and it's the the big one. Do we want to talk about what we've been playing first and come back to this, or do we just want to bang this out now and then wrap up with what we've been playing? Well, it depends, because I can get me out of the way because I have not played anything this week. I haven't played anything new. I've only played a couple things. So, All right, Derek. So, can... um, quick Hades update for me. I have uh, I've beaten the final boss with every weapon. I've beaten him, so that's five right there, six, seven. I've beaten him seven or eight times now, so I'm only a couple more wins away from the true ending, or we're like rolling credits. Um, And I've unlocked the secret aspect of the spear, the gauntlets, the bow, and I just got the phrase to unlock it for the shield. Wow. So that leaves the railgun and the sword. So I'm, I'm cruising along. I'm getting to... I'm getting to the point where 
I'm going to have unlocked everything and then going forward it's just like upgrading the aspects of the weapons and adding heat to my runs. So I yeah, might be yeah. winding down on Hades. I think once I see that true ending, I might kind of step away. But I have a problem. I'm like, I've, I'm actually addicted to that game <laughs> in, in, a, in a dangerous way where I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll think to myself, all right, I should get up and like make dinner or I need to go shower or do, <laughs> like go clean up this room for something. And I'll say, okay, I just want to... Uh, I just want to talk to everybody and like set up my run for the next run. Uh, and then, so I do all that. That takes five minutes and I, I hop in and I'll, I'll get into the first room and pick up my thing. I'm like, Oh, I wonder how this works with my weapon that I have. And then, so I'll do a couple of rooms and then I get a new one. And then by the end I'm like, okay, well I'll just finish Asphodel. <laughs> just finish so I, I finish Asphodel <laughs> and then I, it's like, Oh, well now I got to switch over my, my, um, keepsake and then and then and it goes all the way until i either die or or beat uh or finish a run and then that loop just starts right back again and i just find myself not stopping playing i played that game for almost eight hours on sunday oh my god jesus dude jeez yeah i just was sitting on the couch i was like oh maybe i can play super mario rpg maybe i can play some resident evil 7 uh hang on i just want to i just want to get this run started yeah and i'll switch and i never switch over it's a problem Oh boy, I really like it. Yeah, I had that phase with Binding of Isaac. Yeah, it's but I, I have an end in sight, so there, at least there's that. That's what you're saying, but who I knows? Maybe know. I'll just become one of those people who yeah. needs to beat it with every weapon on every heat level. <laughs> I'll just keep going forever. Yeah, Binding of Isaac play just game ever kept again. adding more and more content, and then if they add more content to Hades, that would be so cool. Um, but yeah, that's you know, I played a little bit more Resident Evil Seven. It still hasn't really caught me yet. We'll see. I'll keep putting a little bit of time into it, but. I don't have high hopes, but I do want to beat it so that I can play eight because apparently eight is going to go a little bit more towards the Resident Evil Four style, which I really appreciate. But that's all I played this week. Andrew has played nothing. I, uh, you know, played a couple runs of Hades. Uh, m- I mostly played Super Mario RPG, which is why yeah I can't talk uh, about anything. Gotcha. What about uh, you, Derek? Uh, I played a little bit of Hades. It's uh, a good video game. I got to the final boss again with the sword this time mm-hmm. and was pretty close to beating it, but uh, I just died. The sword is the trickiest one for me because like that and the gauntlets, being close quarters, I really struggle yeah. with. I had a sword build where it was I got the Daedalus Hammer upgrade where my, my uh, X attack, uh, your special attack, yep. hits twice. Yep, yeah. Uh, and then I had it so that I had a crit build, so it was critting and yeah. just doing stupid amounts. That's of what I usually do when I get when I try to when I, tr- when I do the sword. I try to do the crit build because I use the as the second aspect where Wait, it gives after, you uh, after a special after you your crit. special yeah yeah you I've been have, using that one too uh, higher crit chance or whatever yeah. and so you then you can just yeah I don't know the game it's really fun yeah uh, I am just addicted to Dark Souls <laughs> right now <laughs> this has been our Hades minute <laughs> yeah every time I go on my PlayStation this week now that Derek and I are friends mm-hmm. I see Derek just earned this trophy in Dark Souls too and I was <laughs> like ah yep there just he goes yeah uh, so I've been playing that a lot um, I want to say I am very far behind Dante because I did take some I took some time off of Dark Souls like, okay. to give it a, like myself a break and that's why I played Hades. Um, How I much think, time is some time? For uh, you? I didn't play it the whole weekend. The uh, whole the weekend. Whole wow. weekend. I actually, I don't think I played anything over the whole weekend, so that was like a a good break. But uh, yeah, I've I've been playing it a lot, and I finally got uh, 
a weapon that I'm happy with. So now I'm just like starting to cruise through. But I'm just uh, the game is not harder than one, but I think the like in between areas to bosses is a little bit more difficult because I just like am dumb. <laughs> I, I I mean, you also you haven't played this one before, right? I haven't played it, which is correct. And so I get I've been getting lost easily. But then once I find okay, here's the boss room. It's like okay, that's the route you take. You got to kill these enemies. And I just like I'm like impatient. I'm like I just want to get to the boss. Like I know I can beat the boss in one try. Like yep. I just want to get to the boss. And then I just die forty times on <laughs> trying yeah. to get to the boss. When and I was I the uh, boss and beat it, <laughs> kill it in one hit. When I was playing through <laughs> one. I would sometimes be in that same kind of rut where yeah. I would go and die, and then if I, if anything unfavorable happens, if I like lose too much health or use too much Estus, I would like, all right, I'm just gonna collect my souls, kill myself, and do it again. Yeah, right. And so it's like I definitely understand that loop. One of the things that two does that I don't think any other game in the Soul series does is if you kill uh, like a non-boss enemy enough times, it doesn't respawn. Oh. So I think it's to prevent um, farming. Yeah. Uh, but so that's when I when that's when I start to feel really bad. Is like, what am I doing? None of the enemies. I like. I can just walk there now without turning. Like I've died so many times. Like I don't even yeah. know what the threshold is. I it might be like twenty times. It might be more than that. But it's happened to me a couple times now, and I'm just like, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> um, but I did play a new game. Ooh. Uh, uh, have you guys heard of Ghost Runner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I, like that Katana Zero. Yeah. I, I picked that up, and it is a lot of fun. Did you uh, play Katana Zero? No, I'd never played Katana Zero, but I had heard of that. I had seen footage of it, and then I watched um, like videos on it. I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of cool," and it looks like a nice little thing that's like it's a little different and stuff like that. And then I opened Steam, and it was like there, and it was on sale for like pre-order mm-hmm. and i was like well i'm not gonna if i buy it now like i'll pay 10 less dollars so i guess i'll just buy it now. like i wasn't gonna buy it on release and yeah. i was like well, i guess i'll just buy it now. that's how steam that's how steam works yeah you're just like well i guess i'll buy I this I'll just buy it right now i'm dumb if i don't <laughs> i think it was only 20 dollars, so i was like all right 20 bucks is fine um yeah so that that is pretty cool uh maybe not not uh game of the year worthy but it's like a it's a pretty solid game for for what it's priced at and it's pretty fun uh my favorite thing about it is it when you, the checkpoints are all very very close together because the the combat is very unforgiving in the sense that if you get hit you die. yeah it's one yeah, hit death that's like zero. Zero. that yeah. was like a screen based game it's like once you get through one screen you move on to the next but if you die on that you just go back to the start of that screen right so. right yeah so that's ba- they they have their checkpoint systems it's basically every encounter has a checkpoint in front of it so you, uh if you die during that encounter you just start right over at the beginning of it and it's that makes it very addicting <laughs> because it's like well like Instead of thinking, all right, well, I'm dying a lot on this, you know, I'm seeing a lot of loading screens because I'm dying a lot. I put it down. It's just like, well, all it takes is a press of the R button, and I am right back at the beginning. <laughs> so it it's a lot of fun. Uh, the world, it's cool. It's like it's a cyberpunk world, so it, like the art style is really cool. Um, it plays really well. Uh, this it's satisfying to like pull off a cool combo where you're like running on the wall you jump off you dodge the bullet then you kill the guy and then you turn around and dodge another bullet and kill a guy like 
when you finally get through the whole encounter without dying, it's really satisfying. And it oh, yeah. makes it, it was satisfying in the same way that Doom Eternal was kind of satisfying with its movement tech where it's like you just you keep moving. You keep moving and as long as you keep moving you won't die and then like it's when you go in for the kill where it's like your chance like if you miss time you're going for the kill by just a little bit you'll probably die or if you like i there's a the way there's like a dash and if you hold the dash in the air you slow down time and you can like dodge left or right and then dash in and kill so it's like that's how you dodge bullets and stuff but if you dash on the ground or on a wall you just dash and so i keep not i keep forgetting about that and i go to do the slow time but i'm on a wall or on the ground and i just dash off into the (laughs) abyss which it's not very punishing because you just hit the restart and you like you go back you know two seconds earlier which if it wasn't if it would like if it wasn't that simple i would probably have put this game down already (laughs) but yeah it's so it's it's a lot of fun you get like upgrades that kind of add more gameplay gimmicks which is pretty cool i just got the first one it's like a blank attack where if you line up enough enemies in like this small period of time you can just dash through all of them and kill them all so it's pretty cool i'm looking forward to playing a lot more i think it's only like an eight hour game so Mm. um, i'm probably gonna use this and hades as my break from dark souls (laughs) (laughs) what happened to ori huh so what happened to ori uh yeah i haven't really played ori at all i need to just play the second one. Butt into gear and just, finish it. Just yeah, play the second play one. Just don't even bother finishing the first one. Well, I have a vacation coming up in oh, the okay. end of November, so that go. will be a lot of my time to do that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, the end of November when you have like maybe a PS5. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm playing Demon Souls all the time. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Jin said he's now selling the his PS- other PS5, his, the one he got for himself. Really? He's he'll probably end up keeping it. He's insane. <laughs> I don't believe him. Uh, he's got he likes material things way too much yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. He told us that he if if given the opportunity he would have purchased 10 PS5s. Yeah. He's nuts. Uh, um all right, cool. Well, well, I got one last oh. thing real quick. Okay. Are you going to reveal a smash character right now? Yeah. I'm going to reveal <laughs> one more thing. Uh I've dun, think I've dun, given dun, up on dun, Super dun. Mario Sunshine. Is it uh, not very good? No, it's No, the game's good. The game is good. The game is good. The game is a lot of fun. It's the stupid secret levels where you lose your pack. That's the best part. No. It's the worst part. No, it's so good. When Mario touches... Jacopella is so good, Derek. (laughs) The slightest piece of angle, he slides off into nothingness. And it it is so frustrating. I think I, on at least three of the worlds, I am on like the second secret level of them which so it's like the more difficult one and you have to to beat to beat the game you have to do all like seven levels in each world to defeat shadow mario in each world and it's like the one before in all of them and i die over and over and (laughs) over because like i pressed a too late or like the a input didn't go through it's just the there's so many little things that they could have just tweaked a little bit, you know, if they had like actually done a remaster. And so now I'm on the fence of I went from this is awesome, I'm glad they did this to you I hate you Nintendo, why <laughs> did you do this to me? So, I think I'm going to put Sunshine down for a little bit and I'm going to jump over to Galaxy because I know Galaxy's but Derek, good. Galaxy's you can good. invert the camera now. Uh, yeah, I can in- they made the update where you can invert the camera. Thank God. <laughs> uh, okay. And 
what made me even more frustrated is I watched a video yesterday or today actually how on how with the guys who are doing the Demon Souls remake and how they do their remakes and basically they say his their process is they strip the game down they like port the entire game to the new system or whatever that they're building it for so in this case PS5 they strip it down to its basic concepts like what are the core gameplay concepts that you can't like mess with that like change the game and then they strip it down to that and then they rebuild everything else and if they had done that with these three games they would have built and like they would have been the greatest Mario games ever like they would have been incredible yeah but the fact that they were just too lazy to do that and instead of even trying to port them they just emulated them well i mean demon souls is a full blown remake whereas these games are actually ports i think right, that's right, what they're saying. saying like all they had to do was they didn't have to remake the game from scratch they just had to take the core concepts and then they could have made them really they could have made them in made the rest of the game in like the odyssey engine yeah but that's not what nintendo's and about the physics would have felt better and great but instead the physics feel bad and i hate when mario slides off a ledge <laughs> because for some reason everything has to rotate like the, there's rotating things in Mario 64, and it works. You don't slide off on the random like the minute it goes from 90 to 45, like you don't slide off. But in in Mario Sunshine, the minute there's a slight angle, Mario just falls down and shoots off the edge, and it's the most frustrating. Thing so in just the world. don't be there. Uh, <laughs> let's take a break <laughs> and when we'll come back we'll discuss the last piece of news which spoiler is cyberpunk de- got delayed again we'll be right back <laughs> all right we're back and let's talk about it so the other day we got a message. Was it Adam that texted us saying that this happened? Yes. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again. Mm. This time, 21 days till December 10th. Three December weeks 10th. for you quick maths. Three weeks for the quick maths. Um, so there's a lot to unpack here. A, yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this has many, many implications. So I want to start, I guess, by reading their statement. So we'll start there. So Cyberpunk 2077. Hey, everyone. Today we've decided to move the release date of Cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days. The new release date is December 10th. Most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your heads. (laughs) So first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires up to us to prepare and test nine versions of it. Here we go. Xbox One slash Xbox One X. Compatibility on Xbox Series S and X. PS4 slash PS4 Pro. Compatibility on PS5, PC, and Stadia. Did you get eight? I don't know. You just started throwing up random <laughs> fingers. Uh, um, I, I don't, think, I don't saying, think I counted correctly. I think they're saying the Xbox One and the Xbox One X are separate. And yes. that, that, yeah. that, X, that's, that's where I missed them. PS4 and PS4 Pro are separate. Anyways, um, while working from home, since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure that everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make a difference in such a massive and complex game, 
but they really do. Some of you might also be wondering what these words mean in light of saying we achieved gold master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed, and has a con- has all content in it, but it doesn't mean that we stop working on it and raise the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will be distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you'll fall in love with. Yours, Adam Badowski and Marcin Iwinski, uh, developers, head developers at CD Projekt Red. <sighs> okay. Where do we want to start? So they did have a follow-up tweet. I want to say it was did Adam they? that tweeted. Tweeted um, the follow-up? Yeah, I don't know if you replied to someone else's tweet or replied to that tweet. But they did st- say that the game is done mm-hmm. and completed, like completely, like no touching on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Okay. It's the old gen consoles where the game is not done yet. Ah. Uh, in the sense that it's, I it sounds like it probably doesn't run well and is a buggy mess. That's and that's why it's delayed. Because they weird. wouldn't be able to deliver the old gen game at that release date interesting um okay so do do we what do we think (laughs) so if they (laughs) delayed it because it's not gonna work properly or they don't think it's gonna work properly and have issues on the old gen consoles do you think there's any chance of them actually fixing it i think they're gonna fix as much as they can (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I I feel like we I've said this is like what I I've said this or we've we've thought this before is they can't delay it again. Here's I said th- that three delays ago. I know. <laughs> I will. I'll make a bet with either of you if you want to take it a calzone bet that this will get delayed again. I will. I will oh, absolutely make man. a bet. That's. I'll take you up on that. Yeah, calzone bet. Yeah, Andrew and I have shook hands Great. in okay. a pandemic. I uh, you're gonna spectate. We also do a podcast every week, and I work with you. So it will get delayed again. Uh, but I, I as much as I don't want to see you win a calzone, Jeff. Mm -hmm. I you might win a calzone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, if we get calzones, I'm all. I'll take any bet that involves calzones. Uh, I yeah, I fully believe this game is gonna get delayed again, at least until next year. So yeah, wait, wait, quick, quick tangent or Mm -hmm. sidebar, I guess. To explicitly lay out the terms of that bet. If so if game, it gets delayed again, I owe you a calzone. Yes. If, if it doesn't game, get delayed again, you owe me a calzone. If the game does not come out on or before December, December 10th, 10th, you okay. have to buy me a calzone. If okay. it comes out on or before December 10th, I will. What if only All right, we're getting calzones in December, oh, yeah. baby. Okay, we have to. We have to. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. So I am very confident that not all versions will come out. I could, I could see a world... Where the the next gen versions come out, so we'll get an Xbox okay. Series X and a PS5 version. I don't know how you feel about that. What do you mean? So I like my bet is I would be happy saying at least one of the versions, or at least multiple versions, will get delayed, but we may still get some version of it on the tenth, whether it's only PC or PC and Xbox. So you're Series saying X and at PS5. least one version will get delayed? Yeah, again. 
Is that something you're willing to take? Because I would also I'll take I'll take the bet that all nine versions come out December tenth. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I feel like okay. So if any d- version gets delayed, I think it's all or nothing. Okay. There's no way that they're gonna that they're going to not release all versions at I the same time. W- I would say if if one version gets delayed, then it's just a null. Like neither of you win the bet. If only Either one? all of them get delayed or all of them don't get delayed. If the, one of the if the third option happens, then it's just like, you, neither well, of you won. Then the we just buy Calzones. We just buy ourselves. You buy Cyberpunk. Then okay, is that your bet? No, is this a three-way bet? bet? No. <laughs> uh, um. All right. Okay. So all or nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there are many implications to this getting delayed. Um, first off, the last time it got delayed, they said, there is absolutely, we promise you this game is not going to get delayed again. We like people, people message. This is the time where we referenced the tweet. (laughs) Yeah. This is the, the most heartbreaking tweet. There's a specific, uh, tweet that someone sent to cyberpunk on the last time they delayed it saying, I am going to take off whatever it was supposed to be. November 19th. November 19th yeah, off yeah. of work. Can you 100% guarantee me that the game is going to be coming out that day? Because I will not this be able was, to. This, this was the day before. The day before. Yeah, the day before the, the delay. This oh, th- I didn't even know it was the day before. Yeah, because yeah, he said, I will not be able to change this. I need this. full confirmation that this is the day I need to take off of work. And CD Projekt Red responded, said, full confirmation, exclamation point. 24 hours later, <laughs> less than... Cyberpunk has been delayed to December 10th. Uh, and then they commented on that guy's tweet and saying, uh, what did they say? Did they say did they, like, did they respond? I didn't see the response. I think they responded and said something like, uh, you might want to see there's an apology or something. Along there's the no way they there. can't just like do full sincere apology there. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, <sighs> apparently nobody knew besides the people making the decision on yeah the, delay the, the developers the delay was yeah the like guys announced. working on the game found out the same time the public yeah. yeah uh yeah which is insane um okay so that's one uh thing that's pretty terrible about this is they they said that there's no way it's gonna get delayed but then yeah like we promise you it's coming out there's not like they were like celebrating. They're super excited, and then, boom, uh, they got delayed again. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Two, this pushes it out of the window of being eligible for the Game Awards this year. This year, yeah. And historically, like, don't forget that Jedi Fallen Order was a game that came out. Yes, someone specifically asked Jeff Keighley about it recently, uh-huh. and he confirmed that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will be eligible for this year's Game Awards. But. I think it's so far past anyone's yeah. thoughts that it's not even gonna. So like CD or Cyberpunk twenty like it came, it was right on that. Like I yeah. think the cutoff was date like was the release date. Yeah, it was it was yeah. super close. Uh, so unless Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven blows everyone's balls off and is the greatest game ever that it's like people are toting it to be, maybe it'll be so far removed. Like say we get a Breath of the Wild two. Yeah, like Smash Ultimate got nominated for last year's Game Awards, even though it came out the previous December. Yeah, that was weird. Um. So, I don't know. It's like, it's a weird thing. It's a lot of uh, publicity yeah. that you're kind of missing out on that's really important. Because if your game's a year old and getting talk in the Game Awards, it's like, okay, this isn't cool. Uh, another it's thing. Just, it's such a weird thing. I don't understand why they do that. This game, which is going to be one of the biggest games potentially ever, was going to launch side by side with a new generation of consoles. Yeah. yeah. 
now that's not happening. So when when like people would talk about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X in the in the distant future, they'd be like, "Oh, you remember when those came out and we played the we played Cyberpunk 2077?" That's not going to be a thing anymore. Which yeah, is because at kind that of point, a big Cyberpunk deal. 27 2077 will be releasing three weeks from then. Yeah, um, it's like that was a very poorly worded joke. <laughs> <laughs> I botched that so hard. <laughs> you just made a statement. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> you were trying to make a joke there. <laughs> that's this is reality. Um. So yeah, that that's another thing. Uh, let's talk about crunch. Yeah, this yeah. is that's this the, is that's the biggest thing. So, uh, they're trying to play it off like, oh yeah, we want to give our people more time to work on it, but it's it's not like. You're already crunching. Yeah, yeah, they're not giving them 21 more days so that they don't have to crunch. They're giving them 21 more days, days of, of crunch, crunch. Yeah, which they'll they'll be compensated for. It's like not that's not cool. Don't. Yeah, it's like as you know, Jeff, as you and I, two people who have had to work mandatory overtime in the last couple of weeks. It's Andrew had to work. He stayed till 9 p.m. He worked yeah. from eight it to was, nine. Yeah, the other uh, day. 12 and a half hours of of work. Yeah, but you know, but that was my choice. Yeah, I didn't have to do that, but I did because that's what I wanted to do. But I'm a I'm not a game developer. You know, I was I wasn't tirelessly working away at coding. I was you know doing my job in my lab, listening to podcasts and music. You know, I was still relatively enjoying myself. Yeah, as much as you could. Yeah, and um, it's and and it was it was more of a of self fulfillment for me to do that. Whereas this is like people are finding out out of the like at the same time as the public that they have to do this that's yeah that's another insane thing is that no they there was no discussion with any of the employees or yeah. anything but again even if there was a discussion they wouldn't have a say in it right it right. just that's what it is yeah i remember the first time that the crunch i think had really come into the limelight uh there was people who were implying that there was no discussion Mm. They're like this wasn't a choice for anybody, even though that's what that's CD like, Project Red yeah, played it off as. They yeah, they said, "Oh, our employees don't have to do this if they don't want." But it was like, but people were saying, "No, they, there was no choice involved. Like, we're ha- we have to do it." You yeah. Know? Um, one of the biggest things for me is that this game went gold, and we made a big deal about this game yeah. going gold a couple weeks ago, and. CD Projekt Red made that out to be like a look, guys, it's coming. It went yeah, gold, right. and then in this statement, they're like, "Well, going gold doesn't necessarily mean the game is done." So, like, is th- is the phrase "going gold" is like is a game being printed onto disc not a relevant thing anymore? I mean, it is. That's what this is. I think this game must be completely broken that, on uh, on the consoles yeah. that like. They they might it would be a PR fiasco. No matter how good the game is on PC and PS5 and Xbox Series X, that like the game might physically like it'd be a PR fiasco and it would completely overshadow the launch of this game. Because you have to imagine it is. probably what eighty percent of people are going to be playing it on an Xbox One or a PS4. Because like compared, there's not yeah. nearly as many PC gamers, and there's only going to be so many early adopters of the new consoles. Right. So the large majority of people who are going to be playing this game when it launches are going to be playing on those old consoles. And if it's so broken on those consoles that they had to delay it again, that makes me nervous. Like, is this game just doomed? Yeah. Is this it's game... It's like, how, how much of their own grave did they dig by hyping it up for so many years, you know? It's like, that's the problem, and why Nintendo has been so... Uh, surprisingly, 
What's the word I was looking for? Quiet. They've been quiet no, about their uh, announcements secretive? and releases. Se- yeah. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I'm. I know what you're trying to, to say. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't think of the word because I'm stupid. But why they've been so you know successful in in this kind of style of announcement is because we don't have this unnecessary buildup and inevitable disappointment when a game doesn't meet expectations. Is because if the expectation isn't there, then we have nothing to latch onto. And nothing to be brought down. But Cyberpunk has taken it to another level. That's what I'm saying. It's in, it's uh, so like I'm I'm truly starting to believe that this game is going to be bad. Like I wouldn't go with bad, broken. But like and not like but it's Skyrim, like you said, you not know, like Skyrim funny, broken. like broken. Where it's like it's it's like it's fun to be a part of that jank. I like I feel like this game will f- have fundamental flaws because they tried to do too much, and I I feel like this game is going to suffer. So I I disagree. Okay. I think that the if you play this game on PC and you you're probably going to play the best version because it seem it it seems like they've built the game on the PC um just or with the PC in mind because I think all the footage they've shown is always been PC footage. They've mm-hmm. never shown console footage. Um and that's what makes me even more nervous, you know, like they've ne- they've always advertised the PC version of the game, and which is quick sidebar, my PC is like as powerful as uh, probably like the PS4 Pro. I don't have a super powerful PC. Yours is even weaker than mine, Andrew. So it's like, is my average it, PC going to be able to handle this game? It's easier to optimize. I guess that's true. Like that. Uh, Sorry to interrupt. But yeah, so I like I I don't think the game is going to be bad. I think the game will be good, and if you're playing like. There's just going to be versions of the game that aren't good. Um, Watch Dogs Legion came out today, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a whole fiasco. It, the PC version is just broken, <laughs> um, and this keeps happening to like high-profile games. Uh, yeah. This happened with um, the third and the the third Batman game in the Arkham trilogy. It released on the PC. And it was so broken, they had to pull it from the store. Wow. Um, that's what I... I mean, I think that's what's happening. I think the Xbox and PS4... The the Xbox One and the PS4 versions don't work or are buggy messes. Maybe they crash randomly. And 20... If the game went gold, what, last week? No, the game went Two gold like ago? a month ago. month ago? Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm, it wasn't that long ago. Hang on. I'll keep talking. I'll look it up. So... Uh, Right, like they say, they say in their letter, the game goes gold. It means everything's completed. So they the game went gold. They put everything together, and they're ready to package. And something tells me that they put everything together, and then they started saying, okay, like what? What it are went the gold final th- three uh, over three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, yeah. So almost a month. Oh, yeah. So they said they they basically hit the point yesterday. We said they said we three weeks. Right, it's three weeks till original release date. Mm-hmm. Isn't enough time to get this game running correctly on the old xbox we need another three weeks hopefully and that's where my i'm convinced this is going to get delayed again because yeah. if it's is if the game is as broken as it seems on the the current gen consoles i don't think three weeks going to be enough they say that you'd be surprised how much you can get done in three weeks when you're making your employees work 100 hour work weeks but yeah. when a game is broken on pc it's easy to to say, oh well, it's not our fault. Like maybe it's the driver, maybe it's the graphic, the driver. But if a game is broken on console, it's 
like you you've now everyone has the same console it's right like everyone has the, the same entire PC. user base every ps4 person you know you said like 80 percent of the purchasers of this likely probably still have a ps4 also Xbox never forget one. that 69 percent of statistics are made up on the spot so yeah. don't don't <laughs> lean too hard in the 80 i made that up <laughs> that was an approximation a lot of people are playing i like i wasn't going to a large majority yeah we're not going majority, to majority of of people were were probably gonna buy it. Cause, especially because they've got the smart delivery and stuff. So if you buy it on your PS4 and then you get a PS5, or you buy it on your Xbox One and you get a Series X, you can then play it on that one and your save transfers over. Which there is no native uh, PS5 or Xbox Series X version. You, if you are playing this game on a Series X or a PS5, you're playing the old version and it's just getting a little bit of a bump. I no, I thought they were they're, you, they're not making specific versions. No. Oh, so that's oh my oh bad oh. You see what I'm this saying? This is even worse. Yeah, I thought there was a PlayStation Five version and an Xbox no Series X version. Uh, that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it just doesn't run on consoles. That's what I'm. Yeah. So if you type in Cyberpunk, uh, PS Five, you cannot. It you doesn't exist purchase. on Amazon. It doesn't exist. You can only get the PS Four version. Uh, yes. So it's just going to be like an up-resed version yeah, yeah, of the is, existing one. Is, Do you see what it. I'm saying now? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little nerve-wracking. I think this game is either going to be delayed. I could easily see it being delayed another half a year. Or, like, great, you have all of your content. Congratulations. Your game doesn't work. Yeah. You can't ship it. And mm. it's obviously going to be, like, higher-ups at these companies that are saying you have to get this out the door with the programmers being like, it still doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's, it's going to be like a back and forth fight and they're either going to be continuously have to push it back and create continue to create this bad PR for themselves or put out a broken game, which is also going to create bad PR for right. themselves. Yeah, it's they're a lose-lose. They're stuck in this trap of like the na- like everyone was so hyped and pumped for this game. And I feel like as time goes on, it just gets more and more soiled and more and more people are becoming sour on it and being like, I don't know, man, this doesn't seem like it's going to be good. So, but then you still have a lot of people defending it, being like, oh, that's okay, you know, take your time. There's they're delaying yeah. it because it's going to be so amazing. Yeah, because everyone, there's a lot of people who just have super boners for this game. And are Don't like, get me wrong, I have a pretty decent boner for this game. I'm very, I'm excited for it. It's the kind of games that I like. I know, Derek, you're very excited I'm for very it. I'm very excited for it, yeah. I'm just insanely nervous for it. I am convinced But I mean the people who will, like, shamelessly, unabashedly defend anything that they do. Yeah, they that's could true. delay it another two years, and they'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll wait. You know, yeah. I waited seven years beforehand. I'll wait another two years for it. Yeah. Oh, you're treating your employees badly. I don't care. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if there's anything that comes out of this, we're not going to hear about CD Projekt Red's next game until it is done. Yeah. Until, <laughs> yeah. You think if they've learned anything, I don't know um, what they're going to be doing, but <laughs> they will absolutely not let that. They won't do that. Uh, yeah. You I, know, as soon as they have a concept, they're going <laughs> to announce it. Uh, I'm doing a quick search. You just straight up can't buy a PS5 okay. or Series X version. Um, wow, that is can even more concerning. Yeah, I'm glad I was gonna play it on PC. Yeah, you might want to play it on PC. Uh, I'll need to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I ha- I'm gonna have to wait and see how this works. But obviously, like we're just Ooh, consumers, right? We may have a podcast, but we don't get games early and shit like that. Right, so. right. So we'll get to see what everyone else says. And that's the big thing is I'm sure uh, every like early copy will be playing it on like the or reviewers will at least 
be doing comparisons between the PS4 version and the PS5 version. And it maybe it will be a situation where, yeah, it runs like shit on the PS4, but you know what? On the PS5, it's great. It runs it's smoothly. Pretty, yeah. it, it's, it's, even though it's the PS4 version, like the, just the hardware of the PS5 just makes it run much better. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a situation where it runs shitty on the PlayStation and runs great on the Xbox, or it runs shitty on the Xbox and runs great on the PlayStation. That would suck. But <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so yeah, that, that just speaks to how overly ambitious they are with this, you know. It's like how much how much do you really need to pack in? Yeah, this game definitely I feel like got out of hand real quick with like they just keep doing more and more. And every Nightwire sit Night City Wire, is that what they're called? Yes. Like their their little direct things that they come out. Each one they put out, I'm less interested. It's like, okay, yeah, another mechanic, another mechanic, yeah, another yeah. mechanic. It's like, just give me the game and let me get in yeah. there. It's so. like a similar thing is happening with Hollow Knight Silk Song, right? Like originally, that game started off as DLC with playable Hornet. Yes. That was it. That was the concept. And then they just kept adding more and more. They decided, we're going to make it a sequel. But the difference with that is that we know that they're taking their time with it. It's only three people. I so think it, I think it's four now. Is it four? I think they got another person. Yeah. Let's go. Fourth person on to <laughs> But thirty-three <laughs> percent increase in productivity. Yeah. But th- that's the thing is we have no concept of when that game is going to release. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Yeah, they have given no release date. Right. I think initially they said twenty twenty, but since then they say, Hey, it's not coming twenty twenty, we'll let you know when we know more. I don't think they ever said anything. I believe they just really? said I they said when it's done, we'll release it. Yeah. And that's what it should be. That's how game developers should approach their games. But there's there's too much of a problem of this hype and expectation and deadlines mm. where it's like if if they delayed Cyberpunk earlier this year from April to TBD and we still didn't know, then I think this would have blown over a little bit easier. Yeah. Because then we wouldn't have seen the, oh, it got delayed till this day and then this day and then this day. So that that whole, you know, Twitter situation where someone tried to take the day off of work to play your game doesn't have to go through that again because they don't have they don't know when it's going to come out. Yeah. And then you can set your own release date when you absolutely know 100 percent that the game is ready. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, they could have thought it was 100% going to come out, like with the confidence that they had. Yeah, but that's why, That's why you know. Yeah, I would love for there in the future to be a book about the development of this game. Just like people on the inside just telling us uh, all of all the secrets about I what happened with the development of this game over, over I, eight yeah, years. I hope after this game comes out that a bunch of shit hits the fan in terms of we just, just like know. inside information. Get in there, Jason Schreier. Yeah. Did you know Hollow Knight Silk Song was announced February 2019? We're coming up on the two-year anniversary of that game's announcement. Yeah. Oh, I just want it so bad. Yeah, me oh. too. But that, but I, I right now have no concept of when it will. That's true. One day it will come. And uh, I am confident that they will deliver a good video game. So yeah, we'll see what happens with Cyberpunk. We'll we'll let you know. We'll, maybe we're gonna be eating calzones, but one of us will not be paying for them. Yeah. The game was announced. Cyberpunk? May 2012. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that, ridiculous. That is over eight years now, right? Eight and a half years? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why? What's the point? If you don't have, if your game isn't even like, you know, you don't have a, a fabrication of a game, then like, why even bother? The yeah. Witcher hadn't even come out at that point. Yeah. These were announced uh, during the 360 
uh, PS3 <laughs> generation. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Originally, it was only announced for PC though. Oh. Uh, they didn't confirm PS4 or Xbox versions until E3 2018, which is pretty wild. So I know they're not going to do this, but how would you feel if they just said we're not coming out with a Xbox One or PS4 version? Get fucked, idiots. And then... And they just commit to it being a next-gen and PC game. Yeah. Then that'd be awful. But that's the thing is they don't even have an idea of when the next-gen versions were going to come out. Yeah, that's true. I right? think the, I think the true next-gen versions, they said, aren't going to come out till like a while later. Right. I think... If they if they announce that the PS4 and Xbox One versions are canceled, that is them shooting themselves in the feet yeah. multiple times. That, they can't do it. I know they, they there's, can't do there's it. There's no way. Yeah. But do you think if they had like committed a, to that sooner, uh, if they had fully oh, said... if they had said way earlier, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like going to be a PS5 a, launch title. A year ago, they said, okay, it's not coming to the PS4 or Xbox One. It will be a next-gen launch title. Do you yeah. think that would have helped them? Yes. A lot? I think I think if they had said like maybe like some developers are doing with the Switch and just said, "Hey, PC version, April whenever they announce like yeah. April, and then we're working on console versions for the future." Mm-hmm. Like th- they could have gotten away with it because people probably the, the game would have came yeah. out in probably maybe April, maybe it still would have gotten delayed until September, whatever. Yeah. But ne- by now people have been like, "Oh wait, what's going on with the console versions? Are those coming out?" And they're like. No, not yet. We're actually we're only doing next gen versions now or something, you know? Yeah. Where like yeah. it's like whatever happened to the Switch version of Doom Eternal. And I think I think at the end it's of the coming. day, it doesn't matter what their ultimate plan was with the game and its launch, but the point is that they have to have been clear and concise with their intentions without you know all of this backpedaling on like oh well this is what we said before but actually we're gonna do this thing now yeah because we didn't foresee this yeah um i'm very nervous for the game i'm very excited to eat calzones (laughs) okay god this game gets delayed again it's gonna um all right let's let's do some trivia boys and let's let's bring this home it's been quite the quite the show filled with uh is uh, news <laughs> the, the trivia delayed games trivia uh no so because adam's not here and we didn't really have a theme for this episode i outsourced this trivia uh so this t- trivia is being presented to us by steve oh, oh baby so this is wolfenstein trivia oh, no. by steve <laughs> and i will also be participating because i don't know the questions so okay. here's what we're going to do. He sent me two emails. One email is all the questions. One email is all the answers. All so the we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to go through each of the questions. We're each going to answer it. And then we'll, we'll, go, through. we'll go back and get the answers after. Oh, okay. okay. So um, are you... Am I the only one that's played the Wolfenstein I've games? never played a Wolfenstein okay. I've also never played a Wolfenstein. Um, right, I've got a little bit of an advantage here. Okay. Uh, but that's okay because I am an actual Nazi. <laughs> What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, ready? And the podcast is canceled. <laughs> Question Either number that or I am canceled. Question number one. Wolfenstein is a major name in the series in the series. What is it the name of? Wolfenstein is a major name in the series. What is it the name of? Okay, okay I think he, yeah. I think you kn- I know what he's trying to say. And I think I know the answer. <laughs> 
That is where you and I differ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have enough approximate knowledge of Wolfman. Many things. I have approximate knowledge of many <laughs> things, Jim the Human Boy. <laughs> <laughs> How did you almost know my name? Uh, Andrew, please write something down. Oh, God. You got to write something, dude. Okay, question number two. What nationality is the playable character William B.J. Blatskowitz? He's a playable character for all but the first two and last two released games. What nationality is B.J. Blaskowitz? Um, What nationality is B.J. Blaskowitz? I don't fucking that know. That is oh, the question. I, I, shit, I accidentally re- erased my first answer. Oh, no. Um shit i don't know (laughs) everyone good yeah (laughs) question number three wolfenstein is known for being a first person shooter but what play style did it start out with what play style you mean what genre he said what play style i know what he said i don't fucking know (laughs) i didn't talk to him about it oh my god uh so i maybe so he's saying it wasn't always a first person shooter maybe that's what he's trying to say um so oh actually you think you know what he's talking I about think, no i i just i think you think you know the not answer always been a first shooter. Well, oh shit um but do you know what it used no, to be no i don't know what it used to be <laughs> i'm i'm putting something down um everyone good yeah question number four also there's seven questions oh, oh interesting make more um but there is no tiebreaker so question number Four, which game included Mecha Hitler? Uh, I mean, it would help if I knew all of the games. How many games are there? Is it? I have no clue. <laughs> I know that there's like a, the original one eight. and then what? I think total between so, well, the first that, I don't know if that's a question or not. Reboot and then the re-reboot. There was a what? Yeah. A re-reboot? it was like a, a soft reboot. I knew it about the first one, uh, uh, New Colossus and Youngblood. Those are the most yeah. recent ones. Or is it Twin Blood or something? New Blood? New Blood? I don't know. Not I know about the, the most recent I ones. Yeah. Blood. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it is New Blood. I don't know. <laughs> um. All right. Question number five. Which Doom character shares a lineage with BJ Blatskowitz? What? Apparently a Doom character shares lineage with him. I don't I, know any Doom characters. I don't know any Doom characters either. Uh... I just wrote something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, question number six. Wolfenstein was not allowed to be released in Germany due to post-World War II laws regarding Nazi material. Which game was the first to be, re- to be released in Germany and when? Uh, we're going to skip the when. We're just going to be one. What was so it? So is Cyberpunk. Hey. Uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thanks. That one was much better. Um yeah, so let's go. Which game was the first to release in Germany? Um, Again, would help if I knew any <laughs> of the of the Wolfenstein games. Uh, um, okay. Question number seven. Oh, there is no question. Yeah, there's seven questions. So last one. In Wolfenstein, The New Order... What happens when you take a nap in the Nazi headquarter on the mattress located on the upper floor? Hint, it is a throwback to the 1992 Wolfenstein 3D. That's that's one of the games. (laughs) 
I'm what? changing my answer. One of my answers to that one. What happens when you take a nap in the Nazi headquarter? I think it's supposed to say headquarters. On the mattress located on the upper located floor. Um, I have no fucking clue. I have an answer. Okay, you guys ready? For, let's go for the answers. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry. Should we read all of our answers, and then and then Steve's I'll answer? Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. Um. So let's open that like that, and let's open this like this. Okay. So, question number one was: Wolfenstein is a major name series. What is it the name of? Uh, Derek. Uh, the castle, Castle Wolfenstein. Andrew? Oh, I had the main antagonist. I said a castle as well, and the answer is a castle. The original version for Atari in 1983 was called Castle Wolfenstein The Beginning. Originally, I, I put the video game. It's the title of the video game. Where'd, video my, game. where'd my pen go? <laughs> Did I lose my pen? Did it just go into space? Don't touch the... I lost my pen. Okay. We're going to have to keep... Did you sp- check your pockets? Why would I put it in my pocket? I Jeff, don't know. Jeff and I have two point, one point. All right, we oh have God. to keep score manually. Uh, Derek, <laughs> we have two points. Oh no! Um, is it under my butt? How did that happen? I have no idea. But um, black hole here or something. This is good content. All right, Derek yep. and I have one point. Yeah. Question number two. Number two. What nationality is the playable character B.J. Blaskowitz? I said. I said German. I said Austrian. I said Jewish American. He is a Jewish Polish American. So I'll give you that one, uh, Derek. Yeah. You got two out of the three. I knew he was American, and I was like, I think he might be Jewish. I too. thought I he was American, like but I was like, plot point is that he's he's Jewish. Jewish. That yeah. makes sense. All right, so two points for Derek, one for Jeff, zero for Andrew. Question number three: Wolfenstein is known for being a first-person shooter, but what play style, which we interpreted as genre, did it start out with? What would you say, Andrew? I said RTS. Derek? I put a side-scroller. I put text adventure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was a stealth-based action adventure. Oh, okay. Well, I did not know that. Okay. Question number four, which game included Mecha Hitler? Derek? I, s- uh, I think it was Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I said the first one. <laughs> I said Wolfenstein 2, uh, but it's apparently Wolfenstein 3D. Damn it! Oh. So you changed the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's still two to one to zero. Question number five: Which Doom character shares a lineage with B.J. Blaskowitz? I just said the Doctor. I said Doom guy. Yeah, Doom guy. Uh, he said Stan Blaskowitz from Doom RPG and Doom Two RPG. Both Doom and Wolfenstein were both handled by video game developer ID Software. I didn't know there was a Stan Blaskowitz. I didn't know there was a Stan Blaskowitz. Uh, all right. Question number six. Wolfenstein was not allowed to be released in Germany. Uh, which game was first released in Germany? This is the one I changed to Wolfenstein 3D. I said Wolfenstein New Colossus or whatever that Colossus one was. New Col- uh, Yeah, New Colossus. I said Return to Castle Wolfenstein. It is Wolfenstein The New Order. Really? In 2014. Huh. All right. So Derek is still winning two, <laughs> two to, to one, one to zero. And I don't think any of us are going to get this last one. What was it? I doubt uh, it. Oh, the, what happens on the net Nazi yeah. headquarters when you take a nap? Uh, I said full moon. <laughs> I said you fucking die. 
I said, you can play Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> he said, you have a nightmare where you can play the first three levels of Wolfenstein okay, 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Did you was know really that? confused. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. But I was like, you put the answer in the question. Oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> so I was asleep, really confused. You have a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. He like because he said right. He said it, it's a throwback to Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. Hint, well, it's a throwback yeah, to Wolfenstein. Yeah. You play the Wolfenstein 3D. That's uh, why. Oh, I should. I should have said. Oops. I should have said. Oh, it throws you back to Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> you would have been right. I know. Uh, <laughs> and with three points, Derek is the winner. Congratulations. And there's no tiebreaker for fun. There's no, no tiebreaker. Tie wow. Um, Three out of seven. <laughs> I will. I will say this is a bl- was a blast. I loved participating and having nothing to do with it, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like being someone else's brain. Yeah. Uh. So if anyone out there is listening and wants to send us a set of trivia like this, yeah, you know the thing we've been saying for the last forty-four episodes. It can be whatever theme you want, and have five questions and a tiebreaker that's based on a number, and send it to us at GameSharksPodcast at yahoo.com and we'll read it out on the episode because that was that was super fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um. All right. That wraps us up here. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Game Sharks Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Game Sharks Podcast. You can find us on our website, thegamesharks.com. And you can send us any questions or trivia or general points of discussion for us to talk about at Game Sharks Podcast at yahoo.com. And with that, we are finished. Frankly. <laughs> 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 <laughs>